Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You are listening to the Mother of All Talk Shows podcast with George Galloway. I'm a man that likes a hot shower and a hot dinner. And I like to fly to hot countries for my holidays. So I'm not one of nature's obvious acolytes of advocates for uh, the circus that descended on the great city of Glasgow over the last week or so. And there's more, much more apparently still to come. It's a bit like the Edinburgh Festival has relocated, the fringe, I mean, relocated to Glasgow. The streets are full of, uh, how shall I call it, performative political theatre. Dancers, people dressed as witches, uh, rain dancers, anti-rain dancers, uh, anti-sun dancers, all kinds of dancers and indeed comic singers. Uh, But I accept that not everyone feels that way. You've got the chance to vote on my first poll. On COP26, do you wish the climate activists A, success, B, tickets to Timbuktu, C, a good wash? Well, that's your opportunity on my Twitter feed, on my YouTube and on my Telegram to opine a provisional judgment on the first part, at least, of COP26. My old friend, Kevin McKenna, one of Scotland's most distinguished writers and commentators, he's probably a bit greener than me. We'll soon find out. Kevin McKenna, welcome to the mother of all talk shows. Thanks for joining us, Kevin. Uh, Sorry about uh, last week. I won't bore you with the details. But uh, I didn't get in in time to interview you then. How's COP- oh, it's good. To, it's great to see you taking the train, George. That's uh, that's at least a contribution, very, isn't it, Kevin? Very, very environmentally friendly of you. <laughs> well, yeah, that's my first question now. Why did this have to happen at all? Why was Glasgow Airport and Prestwick chock a block and Edinburgh chock a block with private jets with billionaires like Jeff Bezos? burning the atmosphere to come in person to something that could have been done on Zoom? Is that a legitimate question? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a legitimate question. Um, I, I've got a kind of horse in this, this race, so to speak, because my daughter, uh, Siobhan, who's, who's 29, uh, was, named a, <laughs> was named a COP26 climate champion by the British government. Good for her. Unfortunately, um, they they invited her to a reception hosted by uh, <clears throat> hosted by Boris Johnson the other Friday, and she 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 didn't really want to go. And I said to her, "Well, I, I think you should go because she runs a small sustainable business, um, uh, restoring and remaking." 
discarded denim, all very environmental. Um, and I said, you know, you should go. You'll make you'll make good contacts. It's good networking. And she didn't. One, she said to me, she didn't like the idea of mixing with so many Tories in an enclosed space, uh, controlled though it might be. And secondly, when when she asked how much they were willing, the UK government was willing to um, help her with her costs because it was going to be 150 odd quid in the train. The same again for a, a night or two in London. Uh, they said, well, we can advance you £50. And her response was, well, if they really wanted me there, um, they would have met the, the, the full cost because, after all, they can find as much money as possible for their, their rich donors and um, they, they can make an auction out of PPE equipment during coronavirus. So she didn't go. However, I did interview her um, and... I put that almost exactly that same question to her. And she said that, look, we have conferences every day of the week in every country at every hour for all sorts of reasons. And this is the sort of, this summit takes place once every four or five years. The last one was was Paris, wasn't it? 2016, yeah. so five years ago. And, and the, if we can get, if we can get most of all the world's leaders in the same place and and even, you know, just forcing them to come to some kind of agreement on things that are largely beneficial, even, even you know, even if you're cynical about what eventually makes it off the page, it shouldn't be too difficult. It shouldn't be too difficult. And it's not too onerous each five years. However, your point about airports and, and the air travel is, is well made because because not only were they flying in in their private jets, but they were using them as a, effectively as a taxi service. So they were they were coming in in their private jets, drop, dropping them off at Glasgow and then taking off again to park 30 odd miles away in Presswick. <laughs> so, so the you know, there was these amused Glaswegians, you know, waking up most mornings last week and um, to the sound of, you know, jets, little jets flying overhead west into Glasgow um, on, on, on a half hourly basis almost in the first two days. I did see Joe Biden's beast, an eight mile a gallon armoured tank vehicle uh, yeah. in as part of his convoy of I think 75, some people said more, 75 American vehicles. He was staying in Edinburgh and traveling like Nicola Sturgeon does every day uh, to Glasgow uh, in a convoy. It's, it was all a bit uh, contradictory. That's my point, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the phrase they use? The optics. <laughs> the optics didn't look very good, George. <laughs> I'm not sure there were 75. I, I'm, you know, I, I kind of lost count, maybe 25 or 30. Um, but it, but it there's a magical oh, picture, Kev, of was... of the beast outside Greg's at Finiston <laughs> that I used to represent. That's maybe he right. stopped and went in for a steak slice. <laughs> yeah, um, that will become one of the defining images of uh, of the COP26. Well, um, now, here, however, here, here's, a, here's, if you like, a deeper point. 
I've been in politics a long time. You've been covering politics a long time. If, if a government tells you they're going to do something a year or two years come January, you'd be right to be skeptical about it for all kinds of reasons. One parliament cannot bind the next parliament. Uh, uh, there's many a slip, twixt, cup and lip, uh, and so on. But when somebody pledges to do something in 2050, or in the case of India, 2070, when we'll all be long dead, uh, I can't really take that kind of thing seriously, Kevin. Yeah, there's, um, there's a lot of political ledger domain in this um, the uh, you know, governments, as you know, in, in so-called democracies such as ours, they very rarely make any promises beyond the length of the term in which they are serving. Um, they only really want to, to make commitments to stuff that they can claim the credit for. So, so you don't normally get governments um, pledging reductions in unemployment or percentage increases in education spending 15, 20 years hence, uh, because they might not be around and somebody else will take the credit. And there's nothing that politicians like more than or hate more than other people taking the credit. <laughs> this is almost, um, this is quite perverse. So we're, we're being asked to take and trust that these pledges um, of deforestation, etc., Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It will happen. But, but they won't because there were dozens of countries um, who, who had pledged all sorts of stuff at the Paris Agreement and, and haven't. And the reason why they haven't is because um, we, we, have, we have dozens, hundreds of the world's richest corporations who also turn up at these feasts like locusts and they, they, they indulge in what we now call greenwash. And um, to them, environmentalism is simply another business sector with its own language. And they, as you know, they, they spend billions between them every year on lobbyists uh, to ensure that anything concrete that is contained in, in the document, which, which will be forthcoming at the end, at the end of next week, whether it's called the Glasgow Agreement, I don't know. 
But their task over the next few years will to ensure that those words stay on the page and never jump off the page into action. But in the meantime, in the meantime, an awful lot of people can eat out. A lot of politicians can can be seen taking selfies with each other, looking statesmanlike, making these pledges, which you can't, you know, you, you can't deny the pledges simply because they're so far in the future. Just as just as they can't guarantee that they will happen, nor can we say, well, they won't happen. And and this is a, a, a magical little formula. Yes. These people. <laughs> it's a no, it's a no win, no lose. Uh, you you can take selfies and not look statesmanlike, of course, uh, and uh, you could look like a photo bomber or a gate crasher. Uh, there was a lot of that about the performance of of. Uh, the Scottish First Minister Nicola Sturgeon, didn't you think? Well, I did. I was I was a little bit disobliging of um, of Nicola in in a column I wrote yesterday because yeah, okay, she's been she's been slightly upstaged simply because this is a UK government show in Glasgow in her backyard, and Boris Johnson had said publicly a year or so ago that. Under no circumstances was he going to allow Nicola Sturgeon anywhere near it because presumably he thought she would use it to grandstand over Scottish independence, which, which to be fair to her, she hasn't. So if you're Nicola Sturgeon, of course you want to be seen there and not unreasonable other, unreasonably other people would like to see her there. Um, she, she is quite well known across the world. Um, the only problem for, for her and her SNP administration is that while this was happening, there has been a bitter, an increasingly bitter, uh, several weeks long bin strike um, by, uh, by refuse workers across the city who get paid between 17000 and 20000 a year, which, which is, as you and I know, is barely, barely able to sustain a household. And these people were were hailed as heroes by the political classes for 18 months because every day during the worst health crisis the country has known, they were literally putting their, their bodies in the line to provide an essential service for, for their uh, fellow human beings. But the rhetoric that the SNP administration and Glasgow City Council has used to try and... Um, you know, to try and portray these trade unionists as as, victor, as um, aggressive and extreme has has echoes of Thatcherism and the 1984-1985 miners' strike, and you know they have begun to use scab labour uh, to to remove some of the rubbish. They've 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 said they've accused the trade unions of deliberately using COP26 as a, a means of of bribing the city. Which I thought, well, that's great because there are very, very few occasions or opportunities for working people who leverage the influence that they have, mainly due to the anti-trade union laws that, that Mrs Thatcher brought in and which the successive Labour governments have manifestly failed to unstitch. So, so, so you had this, you get this unfortunate um, thing happening where you've got Nicola Sturgeon having selfies with the rich and the powerful of the global elite and literally yards from, from 
the, the front door of the science centre, there are very low-paid workers uh, standing out in the rain looking for support and being jeered and being catcalled by SNP supporters who accuse them of doing Labour's bidding in a way and in, in a, uh, um, by means or, or by trying to do down the uh, independence movement, which, which is ridiculous. So it's not it's not a good juxtaposition. And will that have any long term impact? Because, of course, the SNP, although when I was young, they were rightly called Tartan Tories uh, over the last uh, decades have been uh, at least affecting to be uh, the new left. Uh, mm. will, will this lurch at the very first whiff of of uh, the grape shot of the General Municipal and Boilermakers Union, uh, w will this have any effect on, well, frankly, the sweetheart relationship which most Scottish trade unions now have with the SNP? Uh, it may do. It may do. You know, another irony of this, and, and this, this standoff has been full of ironies, George, another irony of this is that... Um, you have, prior to 2014 and the, the first Scottish independence referendum, and I sincerely hope there will be another one, but we can discuss that another time. Um, immediately prior to that, in the years leading up to that, the SNP um, worked furiously to, um, to, come to, to, to get to grips with the, the trade union movement, um, to insinuate themselves into their good graces um, to try and wean them off Labour. And to a certain extent, it worked. There were a lot of Scottish trade unionists who previously wouldn't have entertained the idea of independence, but having seen the nature, the, 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 the extreme nature of the Conservative government stretching into the future with UK Labour singularly unable to, to lay a finger on them, they felt that independence might offer them an opportunity to build fairer society along, along kind of deeply held socialist principles. So having done that, at the first, as you said, you know, the first time there's, there's a bit of a standoff, yeah, okay, we, you know, we know they're the party of government and Governments and trade unions shouldn't really be getting too cosy, but it's the it's the rhetoric, the language that the um, Scottish government and in particular their administration at Glasgow, the biggest and most important city in Scotland, you know, which has been deeply troubling and I and I think has 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 caused a lot of anger in wider trade union circles. Kevin McKenna, thank you for joining us on the mother of all talk shows. Apologies for last week again. The podcast had another incredible week with a rise of 14% in total downloads. That's on top of last week's 10% increase, making us not only one of the fastest growing political programs on screens and on radio, but now in podcasts too. We're now one of the top political podcasts, not just in the UK, but also in Switzerland, Japan, Germany, Thailand, Taiwan, and believe it or not, the UAE. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. And remember to subscribe 
so you never miss an episode. And why not leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? If you're a Spotify user, please follow us and share with your friends so more people can enjoy most. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.